The inevitability of offense is simple. Being offended is inevitable. That's what the Bible says. It's not, it's not my words. It's, it's, it's the words that, that, that are used in the word of God. Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. And when it comes to offenses, uh, uh, offense can become offense. It's a good play on words. Offense can become offense that keeps you from getting out and keeps others from getting in. I think last week I spoke about when you build a wall and then tell people you're upset because they didn't climb over it. We live When you live in the fence, it becomes a fence. You become so guarded that you will not let anyone love you, anyone close to you, anyone near you. Then you get offended because you perceive that no one loves you. And then you end up believing that you must protect yourself, then blame people for not protecting you. Then you build that mode of transportation in your life through trust. Offense keeps you trapped in and it keeps others out. And it's interesting because you might think this is my words and my personal opinion, but Proverbs 18, 19 says, an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. It says this, arguments. Can't you use a different word? Offenses separate friends like a gate locked with bars. The Bible says it. Arguments. Offenses separate friends like a gate Locked with bars. And we don't look at an offense as just an emotional reaction to someone's opinion or action. It goes far deeper into an issue in our flesh or an issue within us. Remember, we deal with flesh versus the spirit. The spirit of offense causes division. And the biggest key element that offense does is it breaks up unity. It loves to conquer and and divide. And we see this. Arguments and problems divide. Contention is to have a heated argument. And contention then puts bars or gaps between you and a person. And many of our relationships in our lives cannot be reconciled because we've allowed too much space and too much time between the us, between the groups, between people. Forgiveness takes one. Reconciliation takes two. And contention puts up gaps. So when it comes to offense, I have a question. Who's going to build the bridge? Let me, let me go deeper. Are the people in your life helping to build a bridge? Or are the people in your life helping to create more gaps? And the reason why I ask is because if you didn't realize it, some people like us better offended because they get more from us. Who's going to build this bridge? It's hard, and, and, and I say it for myself, because even while I speak, I know that there are offenses that I have perpetrated. There are people who have offended me that I have to reconcile with, because God says you can't come to me if you haven't dealt with that. You can't come with your magnifying glass telling me what they did, but not looking at what you did. 
Because the Bible says to forgive 77 times. And sometimes we, sometimes we want to overlook that part. We don't, we don't want to deal with that. But it's time to begin to build the bridges of forgiveness. It's time to build the bridge. It's time to look and evaluate your circle and look at the people who are helping you build the bridge of healing. And remove the people who are creating the gaps.